Hello and welcome to the Atma Podcast. Me and Jordan here. Get on and see you live or on demand, however what you're listening or watching this. Uh hope you had a good Christmas, everyone. Yes. How was your Christmas, Jordan? Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it weren't too bad. Um Can't complain really. It was a nice one. What Did about you? you? How was your Christmas? Yeah, it was good. I saw um like quite a lot of family over the couple of days like boxing day and obviously christmas day itself well um i think boxing day for me personally is like the day that you go a bit calmer on maybe i don't know mm. but i felt like we i went out on christmas eve um for a few drinks on christmas eve and um i was feeling bad for it on christmas day oh, yeah. and on top of that just the alcohol with the mixed cheese just never goes. It's it's not it's not right. Shouldn't ever be two yeah. things that are mixed together. But they are commonly the most mixed together thing. It seems at social events and holiday seasons, whatever it may be. But yeah, I think mm-hmm. Boxing Day was the day I was I was just like fucking monged out. Just yeah, sitting there playing in some sort of game which I weren't really paying attention to just like what the fuck is going on what have I done to myself but I did I still enjoyed it it was a good laugh I do like playing board games and that sort of stuff at Christmas um, did you yeah. where did you go for Christmas like because you normally um, so, was, uh, so um, my Christmas was split over three days um, yeah. Yeah. so we did uh, Christmas Eve um Christmas Eve with uh, my mum and Maya, and then we went to my dad's, uh, which weirdly was the first day or first like Christmas thing. Sorry, I'm slightly blurry. The first Christmas thing that I've done with my mum and dad together since I was four years old. So. Jeez. That was a bit different. Uh, yeah. but it was really nice. That was fine. Uh, yes, we did Christmas Eve at my dad's. Um, then uh, mum stayed here Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Me, mum and my went to my uncle Tony's, where uh, like my cousins that were. Had dinner, uh, had Christmas Day there. That was really nice. Um, lovely Christmas dinner. He really can cook. He's a fantastic cook. We had uh three meats three turkey oh uh ham nice and goose 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 jesus christ sweet one goose i mean i just settled for the one we had turkey (laughs) stuffing but yeah three meats. yeah so uh yeah, the food was fantastic. Um, had a few movies on throughout the day. Uh, I actually really thoroughly enjoyed the the Super Mario Brothers movie or whatever it's called. Oh, okay. The new one. That was I'm actually really that. good. That was actually really good. Um, and then uh, we played poker for three hours. Three hours? Jesus Christ. Are we talking yeah, about yeah. real money here? Or we, you know what I mean? Yeah, we all bought in with a tenner. That's it. Yep. Yep. Then add ten p, twenty five p, fifty p, and pound chips. But yeah, that was it. Was really good. I ended up walking away four quid up. That's it. That is a positive. 
That yeah. is a positive. Yeah, my cousin Aaron, bless him, uh, not the best poker player I've ever seen. He ended up buying back in three times, so he spent thirty quid. He was he was chasing his losses, but to be fair to him, when it, when the game ended, uh, he was only fifty pence down. He walked away with twenty nine pound fifty when that's, he was thirty quid in the hole at one point. That's a valiant effort. All right, that is. that's a comeback that story. Yeah, yeah, and then. Uh, Boxing Day, we were at um, Maya's parents, which was nice. So, yeah, that's uh, that's really a Christmas. I feel absolutely shattered. But to be fair, I feel shattered because I went to the gym yesterday and then we went to the gym today. Yeah. And it's all really caught up with me, I think. How did you find, you know, training with me and Dan? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, it's actually nice, like there's especially with like the 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 squatting and stuff that we did at the start because there was so many racks available. Yeah, you know, to be able to all do the same thing uh, simultaneously it was nice. But yeah, no, it was it was good. It was good. And there's definitely like that gym that you train at. There's definitely everything that you need there. Yeah, for for sure. There is the there is like one. Well, one of the good points about the gym, one about the racks, because you've also got, if you really wanted to go, you know, take more than three people, there's also racks at the back. They're not exactly the same, but if yeah, you're right at the back, you can do squats on them if you need to. Yeah, I think there's, I think there's about nine fucking squat racks in yeah, there. Which is pretty... That's uh, a lot of squat racks. It's a lot of squat racks. But yeah, it's good to have you in the gym. I mean, it's a bit... Bit complicated getting into if to get the day pass sort of done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just have just have a desk where you can just pay to come in, like all the fucking QR code, shite and emails and signing up and. That's it. It was actually quicker for me to ask a member of staff to provide you with your own unique pin code to get in. And it was to What wait. did you say to him? Because obviously, because I, I was expecting to have to show him my receipt. He lit. I I didn't see exactly what he did on his. Um, he had a laptop with him. And I just said, "Oh, my friend's just signed up for like a day pass." Um, but he can't. Like he hasn't been sent a pin yet. Um, and the guy was like, oh, "Okay, what's his name?" And I said, "Your name." Oh, so he would have had a. I'm guessing he saw like he'd have been able to see yeah. that I have done that. And then that's he provided. Cool. He just said, "Do you want to take a picture of that pin code and then let you know?" So that's what I did. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. But yeah, it's yeah. so strange walking into there, knowing that it was an Argos before. Yeah, I know. This is, but yeah, it's good. Good to have you there. It's that's a very spacious gym, like not just like floor space, but the roof space as well. Yeah. Which is probably it's good massive. for ventilation, really, to be honest. But yeah, yeah, no, we'll it, to, was, it was it was a cool gym. We'll have to get you, or maybe we can come to you, or maybe another day. Of you yeah, I mean, around. you're more than welcome to. The only issue, and one of the reasons why I just thought oh, I'll just come to you guys, is um, so gym, uh, so a bat. I was gonna say a battle pass. Fucking hell, <laughs> a day pass. At your gym is seven quid. A day pass where I go is 15. 15 quid? Yeah, it's disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. The only time Dan, which I totally understand, the only time Dan really comes my way to train with me is sometimes they have some cool promotions on for charity. So like around Easter time, 
rather than paying for a gym pass, you donate an Easter egg, and then they take that to like a children's ward in the Norfolk and Norwich, I think. Oh, uh, okay. So, um, so like you know, you get like a fucking four quid Easter egg or whatever instead of paying fifteen quid. Yeah. But yeah, mate, it's so fucking steep. It used to be a lot before COVID. A day pass was a tenner or five quid if you were with a member, and now it's just a flat fifteen quid. Mm. And you and you can only come with a member. You can't just go there. Yeah. So that's like wow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much it is extra at Pure Gym where me and Dan are, obviously. But you can. So there's like them. You don't just have like a basic subscription and that's it. There's like a fucking upgrade tier and all this shit. Yeah, as well where you could use all the Pure Gyms, isn't there? Yeah, I've just got the one where you can use the one that you designate. Um, which is yeah. the Yarmouth one. But if you go up to the um, upgrade your membership, you can do a, like a buddy pass four times a month, I'm pretty sure. And I didn't know okay. I didn't know if Dan had that. Obviously, he didn't. But um, yeah, yeah there's, there's tears to this system, which I'm sure Dan, the podcast, at my Dan, would love. But, he would yeah, love that. Yeah. I've seen a picture, funny enough, I've just... Remember to say, I've seen a picture of him on a beach in Mexico. I was going to say, is he still in Mexico? Yeah, well, I don't know when he posted it, but it was a, like over the Christmas, like Christmas or Boxing Day. I saw. Yeah. It. So yeah, he's looks like he's loving life in Mexico. Nice beer in hand, on a sun yeah. lounger, blazing nice. sun. That's what you want to see. Lovely. Yeah. But in terms of, uh, I forgot to ask you actually. This is quite important regarding our conversation last week about what we have for Christmas dinner. Did you have bread sauce? Yes. You did. I did. It was fantastic. I was actually really surprised. Did a lot of people yeah. like go for it in your family or? Uh, a couple did. A yeah. couple did. A few went for cranberry. I just saw you stare down. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, it was good. Mm. It was good. Um, the bread sauce. I mean, I'll, listen, it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it was a tub that you heated up. But I don't give a shit. I just appreciate that there was bread sauce there. Yeah. You know. Makes um, but yeah, it's just really fucking nice. It was really nice. But I've been fucking struggling a little bit because I've got like, um, like, it's not contagious strengthened, don't worry. But I've got like a fucking in my throat. Not like a throat infection, but like a fucking, I don't know, it's like a, it's like a big ulcer, like towards the back of my throat. Oh, so right. I was like, been struggling to fucking eat. Like, and then I've also had my neck injury. So it's been fucking, it's oh. been pretty wild. Is it the chewing this hard or is it the swallowing the food? This the... Swallowing this oh, the hard right. bit. And then just turning my head. But like last night was fucking horrendous, man. Trying to sleep like between those two things was just so fucking bad. So I injured my neck in the gym like two weeks ago. So then I took like two weeks off the fucking gym and then went back yesterday. And uh, I was fine. It was like when I first done it, I was fine for like six hours after the gym, and then it just hit me. Yeah, it's like, well, that's not how fucking injuries work. You either injure yourself and you're like, yep, I'm fucked. But like, I literally came home, 
Had a little sauna in the sauna blanket. We got that from uh, her parents for Christmas. Didn't actually know that fucking existed. A what? It's the most insane, mate. Hang on, let me. Uh, let me. Let me see if I can. I think it's called My Life with an I. Sauna blanket, mate. It, I did it yesterday. It's fucking mental. Here we go. Infrared sauna blanket. My high. My That's high. That's it. Let me let me find this. Here we go. My high infrared. I'll send you the um hang on, let me I mean you can see the price right there. It's not the cheapest thing in the world. Um this isn't like me trying to flex or anything, I was just showing you a blank. I actually did not know it was that expensive, fucking hell. Um but yes, yeah, so this was me on the sofa. If you just I've put it in the private oh, chat, the private chat. thing if you want to flick it up. It's fucking amazing. I won't lie to you, mate. Like it's 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 infrared, so it's not like you know heated coils or anything. So you're yeah. not gonna. But um, pop it on the screen. Yeah, you fucking slap that on, mate. You sit in there for about laying there for about half an hour. I watched an episode of Godzilla, um, Godzilla. that new series. Can't think what Legacy of Monsters. I think it was. Oh yeah. But yeah, look, you're just like cooking on your sofa. Jesus. Yeah, mate, and that's a sauna. How? That is insane. It's nuts. And it's really nice. I felt incredible afterwards. And then about two hours after that, my neck was like, oh, yeah, by the way, you got a neck injury. And I was like, fuck. Just want to let you know, this is when the pain's kicking in. Yeah. But, yeah, and then what you do is, so you there's like a there's like a like a robe. If you look at that guy, you can see he's like he's like almost like a black towel on top of him. Yeah. Well, that's like a, a robe kind of consistency sleeping bag thing that you get in. Then you get in the sauna thing. So the the robe sleeping bag like consumes all your sweat. Disgusting, I know. I put it straight in the washing machine. Right. Um, and then you just open up the sauna bag once it's cooled down. A little anti back spray, wipe it down. Then you're good to go again. Jesus! But it takes five minutes to heat up. It's fucking nuts, mate. I've never even thought that that would be a possibility. It's because her, her parents have got, um, they're really into like, you know, cold plunge and saunas and stuff. They've got a sauna in there. Her dad, it's really cool. Her dad built, like it's it's like a barrel of wood. Like he built his own sauna. It's so fucking Jesus. cool. So they're big on like cold plunge and, and saunas and stuff. And um, we have, the you know, the Lumi, cold oh the ice yeah ice bath yeah the ice bath thing so yeah they got us that to fucking to sauna Mm. so we could do hot and cold i'm actually tempted to fucking go jump in it that's it but yeah it's just really weird like you're just on your sofa but it's like well i did it on five so there's one to nine there's one two three four five six seven eight nine and each of those represents the temperature. Like four is 50 degrees. So I did mine right. on five to start with because I like build up. So yeah. I started mine on five, which was like 60 degrees. Jesus. Yeah, I'm just sweating on my sofa. Burn 300 to 600 calories per session. I was not aware of that. Which what is pretty the fucking fuck? Nuts. But I have to say, apart from my neck, which I'm not connecting to that, because as you can see, your neck is out of it. Yeah, it's exposed. But ignoring my neck injury, right? I went yesterday. I trained. I put. I did push, but I did predominantly chest. I've been on creatine for a while, and I was shocked that yesterday, 
right? I was just going through the motions on bench press. I love bench press. I was like, you know, warm up on 60. Okay, nice. Then I did 70. Okay, nice. 80, yeah, still feel fine. And I did 90 for like six to eight. And I was like, holy fucking shit. I've done 100. I think the most I've benched, the most I've ever benched is 100 and, 120, I think. Was it Jesus 120 it might have been 130. I can't remember. Anyway, years ago, back when I was with Jordan in fucking top body when I was like 20. But anyway, I've, I've done 100 a few times, well, many times, but I've never done it by myself. I've never done it without a spotter. Yeah. But I just pissed 90 for like eight. So I was like, mathematically, I can do 100 for one. But the whole, like, you've got 100 kilos over you. Yeah, yeah. Get a spotter. But I was like, fuck this. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to do it. And I fucking laid down and I did a hundred bosh, pushed it. I was like, okay, that felt good. I did a hundred for three, racked it, waited five minutes, went back, did another hundred for three. I was so fucking happy because I've never done it not spotted. Yeah. That's what the creatine, man. It helps you strength so much. But anyway, so I did that and I did a load of other stuff. Um, And then I went home and I got in that sauna thing and it honestly felt like I hadn't been to the gym. Wow. I was like, this thing is fucking insane. That is insane. Yeah, so um, really, really cool. But yeah, that's something that I had no idea even existed. Well, there you go. With a sauna blanket. A sauna blanket. Yeah. Well, now you know it exists and it, it seems to work. Yeah, exactly. Testimonial exactly. from Jordan himself. Yeah. But yeah. I don't I, I mean, you got me the uh, like the lean box thing, which had yes stuff that was pretty cool. That's got creatine in it, so that could be my oh, gateway yeah. into creatine. Exactly, because I've not had it really, um, yeah, at all. Well, I thought it was perfect because like you, you, you uh, use a towel. That's got a towel in it, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You like use a towel in that. I thought like, it's got a towel. It's got a shaker. It's got some shakes and stuff. And then, of course, what was the other thing we got you lost? Well, now, I I would say that I don't actually remember. Mm. <laughs> I was trying to remember quickly, but I can't remember. The, the tinfoil hat. Oh, yes, of course. It's literally in the box. I put it in the box, and I took a picture of it. Yeah, you took a picture and sent it to the guy. It's so fucking funny. Let's see if I can find well, it. We, we won't say what you said. Uh, no, because it was yeah. This, pro- is, this is a pro- private personal message, well, but great joke. Um, <laughs> but the picture is fucking hilarious. I want to see if I can find it. Just because I think I, I pur- purposely made it look like more of a tinfoil hat rather than just like it's kind of like got the elasticated waistband that goes around the yeah. around the head or the headband. See, I didn't know it had that bit, but uh, to be honest, I'm glad that it because it just it just looks like. Like that will not come off in the wind, but it's just fucking, it's brilliant. See if I can get this image. Obviously, Lars. I don't know if I don't mention. Oh no, what did I wear? Was it on the? No, it was on the um, drip podcast that I wore. This one. This is what you got me. Yeah, Leeds United training shirt. You did open it before Christmas, but I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, look, this is, this is, uh, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. That's magnificent. Yes, that is a tinfoil hat and a half. 
Did you? I can't remember. Did Did you wrap that? You didn't wrap it individually. That was inside the same wrapping as the box, wasn't it? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah, I nearly missed it. I remember nearly Did missing you? it. Yeah, I nearly. I I kind of put the paper to one side, um, and like looked in the box that you got. Ah, mm. like, oh, cool, sick. And I was literally picked up the paper and I was like, "That's that's quite heavy for just a bit of paper." Yeah. I don't know why. But I picked up and I remember thinking it was heavy, and then I just put my hand in, rummaged around, and found that. <laughs> there you go. Just put it straight on. It felt natural. Yeah. It is natural. I just thought it was very on brand. It is. And now, whenever I do a a podcast about conspiracies, that will be worn. Just to let everyone know. Yeah. But yeah, very, that's probably I'd say one of the most functional presents I've I've, I've gotten this Christmas. To be honest, that and yeah. the the uh, lean box stuff. Have you tried any of the shakes or anything? I haven't had any shakes. I've had the uh, like the brownie cookie thing. That was yeah. nice. Um, nice. What else is there? There's a like a sort of caramel chew bar that I haven't had, but I'm interested to try the creatine because it's flavored, which is obviously the preferable. You're gonna yeah. have, you don't want to just have fucking creatine uh, without it being powdered. But it's gonna be my gateway in. Because I haven't really touched it, to yeah. be honest, and I don't. A lot of people swear by it. I just haven't really got on the train, I suppose. But yeah, yeah, and it's it. It's just something that has always worked for me. The thing is, is it can. Like some people are really susceptible to it, which fortunately I I am. So I I know some people that have done it and they're like I literally I see you know I can't feel any bonuses or you know strength advantages right. or anything, but obviously you never know. But the thing is, you know, just the basic, well, just the basic maths. Like, so without creatine, I'm not fucking doing a set on 60, 70, 80, 90, two on a hundred. Yeah, you know. So I'm pushing because of the extra strength. I'm pushing my body further, which is helping me develop more. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's where the real, you know, for me, the real, uh, the real benefits lie. It makes um, sense. Yeah, people, what people yeah, I definitely that. give it a go. I, I know, obviously, you've got the 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 flavored um, powder in that thingy, haven't you? If yeah. you do decide to go for it, I would personally recommend tablets, just because tablets. Obviously, I know that I'm hoping the powder tastes nice. Yeah. Creatine tastes like shit. <laughs> I would, yeah, it's, I, you know, it's bad. But right. that was like unflavored. So right. just creatine, the taste of creatine. Yeah. Like, I'm talking like I used to fucking neck it down in like blackcurrant squash oh. and spend about 30 seconds trying not to throw it back up. Jesus Christ. Whereas tablets, just take a tablet, Bosch. That's it. You're golden. They're, you pop them like pills. Easy and enough. And you're away. That's it. Um, Jesse says, is the tinfoil hat or the tin hat your best Prezi? I wouldn't say it's, it's my best Prezi, but I would say this next thing that I'm about to show is probably oh. the present that I'm most happy with. Just because it's one of them things I, I looked at and went, ah, it's a bit of a gimmick really isn't it it's a bit of a you know you you try it out once it looks cool 
and then you just don't touch it anymore. But I, I bit the bullet and basically put it on the um, what it's meant to go on and used it for the first time yesterday. I'll show you. Oh, what is it? It's a go like a Govi um, immersion lights that you put on the back of the TV, and it reacts oh. to what's going on on the screen. Oh, see. So he watched like a couple of videos to like demo what it can do. And it's really cool. Once you get it calibrated properly, um, it's really accurate to the colors and the direction that the colors are going on the screen. Uh, there's a tutorial video where it's like shoots like lasers into the corners of the screen and it captures basically what colors are on the screen and then obviously projects them through the LEDs at the back of the TV. So it just gives like That's a, cool. another layer of immersion watching like shows or whatever videos yeah, or yeah. films. It just looks really cool. Um, so sick. yeah, that's probably the best present I've had because <clears throat> you don't. Re- I felt like when I first saw it, like on an, on an advert, because I think Philips TVs were like the first one that did this like properly out of the box. Whereas this is a yeah. something you add to the TV once you've already bought it. Where Philips had that already in the TV. I was like, they're charging a premium for it. And you're like. Mm. Is it really going to change your viewing experience that much? But it, it does. Like, if you turn all the lights yeah. off and you have it like this, um, obviously this is on a monitor um, in someone's room. But, yeah, it's the same sort of same sort of deal. But it looks cool. That's fucking sick. Scott says, imagine a flashbang. Haven't tried playing any games on it. Um, I have to see how that is getting flashbanged on, on COD. But yeah. Yeah, I've seen... Um... I've seen like a, a a a video of that, and they were watching like Star Wars, mm. and then like you know when the lightsaber come up, all oh, Joe's fuck, it looks sick. Yeah, I think one of the demo videos that people on again, I did go on a Reddit um, thread to figure out what people were using, like calibration mm. techniques, what the best options were, and of course one of the big things that people say is, oh, watch this scene from Harry Potter, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I really don't want to watch this scene from Harry Potter, but it gives you a good idea of how it yeah. works and where it can be used and where it can be utilised, which is cool, especially for the sci-fi genre. It's definitely going to be um, immersion or more immersive with the sci-fi mm. genre. But, yeah, that's that's cool. That's yeah. probably the best present I've got um, this Sick. year. But I'm a simple man, like literally, I get this, but then my mum also got me, as simple as it sounds, I'm sure, I think Bailey's already got one of these, unless I'm mistaken, it's an LED um, rechargeable hat, like, literally like a woolly hat with a torch on it. Oh, oh, with a torch? Yeah. Nice. Downstairs. I thought you meant like, like thermal. No, no, no. But yeah, I was just literally... I was wearing it for hours the other day, just like yeah, yeah. turning it on and off. Like I'm such a fucking idiot. I'm so easily amused. But yeah, That's sick. like a five pound present. My mum normally does me like a hamper of all sorts of stuff, like different. She nice. gets like cheese. Not that I need any cheese this year, because my god, my asshole is ruined from the amount <laughs> of cheese that's passed through it. The other side, obviously. Um, yeah, she does like a load of stuff. Like she got me some pickles some stuff that will go with the cheese chocolates you know small stuff like the hat and then she gives me normally money because she knows i want to go and spend stuff 
or spend money on stuff I want to get. But yeah, it was just a, I don't know, simple stuff. Like my sister got me that the on air. I've been looking at that. That's really cool. Um, I did. I remember we had one in the studio, the first studio we had for Atma. But yeah. the, after we reworked it and redecorated it. Um, yeah. And I, don't, I just didn't know where that went. It looked cool. I don't know. Dan might have it. I don't know. But yeah, yeah my sister got me that. It's like that deep sea diver helmet. I'd love to know where that is. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff out of that um, that studio that would be like, wonder where that is now. Yeah, I have this. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, the steampunk rhino. Yeah. That's cool. And of course, I have Lob. Yes, in the corner, Lob Bazaar, chilling, chilling, chilling next to my fucking electric drum kick. So I'm going to be learning the drums. I've decided yes. by the time I am forty, so i.e. the next decade of my life is going to be dedicated to the art of the drummers, the drums. It. How long would you say it? it would take me to just get to a point where I could play along with some tunes. Mm, I'd say probably if you like pick the most simple basic music, I'd probably maybe a couple of weeks to to a month. Is that all? Yeah. Oh, sick. In my, that's what my, it took my me. Biggest, my biggest worry, not worry, my biggest, I feel like my biggest challenge in my head is just the getting the foot pedal in sync with my hands. Yeah, you've got a bit of a weird predicament because you are right-handed but left-footed. Yes, which is going to be a bit of a. But so my kick is it kick drum? Is it is that what it's called? Yeah, your but the bass drum bass, or people call it kick drum. drum, bass drum. So yeah, your right foot is going to be my, doing that. Yeah, that's kind. That's technically my weak foot. Mm. You can have it, cal- like you can put it the other way around if you really want to. Um, to be fair, yeah, I could. With it being Especially electric, it's an electric kit. Yeah. It's literally a case of pulling a plug out and yeah. putting it in. The front. But then I, I, I just no, I think I just rather because then if it comes to a time where you know, like, oh, you know, I want to either get a proper kit or go to a go to like that place me and you went to. Yeah. You know, and just rent out a place for a little bit rather than fucking about with all that. If I'm just accustomed to the normal way, it's doable. Like I know, I know fucking right-handed people that play golf left-handed. Yeah, just because, and it's like it's it's doable. You just got to get your body to do it, ain't you? Yeah, yeah. It's just um, well, if you learn that way, I think it'll be more. It'll be better for you to learn the way that it's the hardest for you. Yeah, because I feel I, like if you have it changed, because that's not very common to have right foot or left footed and right handed. You're gonna have to change so much if you do learn yeah. it the other way. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know why the fuck I am left footed and right handed. It's really mm. weird. Yeah, I'm right handed and right footed. Yeah, I just never got on with my right foot at all. Um, I just realised because Framo put big episode one fifty. This is episode one hundred and fifty. It is one hundred and fifty. That's nuts. That's so cool. One hundred and fifty episodes of this grey pod. That's it. That's fucking sick. Uh, um, but yeah, now I'm going. Yeah, like I say, 
learning the drums. How are you finding it at the moment? Like, what's what's your level at the moment? So my level at the moment, I found a channel called Drumio, mm. and it's literally like this is so fucking simple. It's it's uh, bass bass drum hi hat together. Yeah. Hi hat snare. Yeah. Bass drum hi hat hi hat snare. Bass drum hi hat hi hat snare. Then bass drum hi hat hi hat snare bass so like, duh, duh, yeah. you know, so you're getting two in there and then it's, it's just like a five minute thing where they do where it's like okay so we're gonna do you know that and then she keeps going it's like you know and one and two and three and four and five and six and seven and eight yeah. and then it's like and one and two and then it's like on, on the next eight we're gonna hit the crash and then it's just like just shit like that yeah and then she's like, and for the last one, we're going to go over to the ride and it all goes to shit. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So, so as soon as the ride comes up, it's a big problem. Yeah. Cause it's like, cause it's also, cause like she, whenever we, whenever it shifts, she like hits the crash. So it's like crash over to the ride, which sounds so fucking simple, but yeah. it just throws my kick drum out. Yeah. I don't know what. So obviously that it'll come, but it's just like, yeah. And then sometimes I get a little bit mixed up where I hit maybe like the snare drum twice instead of the kick drum. And then I get annoyed and then I get like out of sync and then I stop and wait for her to go back to the kick drum and then come yeah. back in. Yeah. Yeah. It's just very, it's very, very rusty, but I did about an hour and a half yesterday just having some fun with it. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's really cool. It's, it's very good. And as you know, as you know, Ever since, even when we were in the fucking band, secretly, I wanted to be the drummer. I didn't want to be the singer because I just yeah. think the drums are so fucking cool. Um, so, yeah, I'd love to just be able to just, not even at like a fucking master level, but just to be able to sit at a drum kit and just play something that people stand there and go, fucking hell, that sounds sick. That's, that's you yeah. know, that's, that's all I want to fucking you know, be able to do, just do like a cool drum fill or whatever, you know, yeah. and be able to play along to a load of songs. Yeah. But is... obviously I think my issue, not my issue, but as you know, my favorite genre is quite heavy. Yeah. And double is double foot quite hard or is it? I don't, I've never really tried. I mean, I've tried double foot, but I've never properly learned it. And it, it was difficult for me. Yeah. Um, But, because yeah. you, you're you were more always more like kind of punk kind of drummer weren't you would you say yeah i'd say anything from like yeah type. anything from like indie to to kind of punk rock really um or pop punk but the problem with with pop punk is that we started off the band obviously um you weren't in the band when we started it yeah and we did exclusively pop punk songs and yeah. i hadn't been playing the drums long enough to master anywhere near the level you could replicate travis barker being at yeah so i was having to adapt the songs to basically be able to play them in a way that you go oh this sounds kind of like that song that he's not playing properly um but with you liking the music that you do you're going to be going from basically what that woman's telling you to do on Drumeo, which is obviously very, very simple. And it's literally about getting your coordination and rhythm in 
together. Yeah. And you're going to be taking that and throwing it all away to be going, basically staying in rhythm, but switching up the coordination, which is just such a mind fuck. Um, like when you get on to doing like triplets and stuff like that, you're just like, why the fuck did anyone invent this? Can't you just, just keep it <laughs> the same? But yeah, the the music that you like is incredibly hard to play. Like even if you just take Slipknot, for example, like, yeah, obviously Joey Jordanson was their drummer for fucking ages. He's yeah. well known as being one of the best drummers to ever have lived, let alone yeah. be in Slipknot. So yeah, you got definitely you've picked a path that's probably the hardest, but yeah, fuck it. If you get get but. to a level where you can even keep along and keep the song progressing, even if you don't do every fill, even if you don't participate in any solo or anything like that, I still think that's quite good considering how yeah. hard the songs are to play um, on the drums. Yeah. Well, because as you know, like my like my end goal. If you think of YouTube, my end goal was was this here, the silver plaque. My end goal for the drums is Slipknot Unsainted, right? Okay. Which is just that's like a high goal. Fucking yeah, that's probably the equivalent of like ten mil on on YouTube. Like it's fucking yeah, it's it's definitely it's, a uh... it's insane. The the fills in that are fucking mental. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, the pick take your pick out of any Slipknot song that it's going to be full with fills that are just, just no, yeah. just no. Like I remember when I was trying to learn Anthem Part Two, which is one of the songs we did in Out of Reach, which is a a Blink song. I was like, "There's no fucking way I'm going to be able to do these fills. I'm going to have to dumb it down to such a point where it will be obvious that I have changed the song." Um, mm to be able to even attempt to play it. See, that's insane. That's insane to me because although I'm not a fucking music maestro or anything like that, I just remember be, like being in some fucking band sessions and just being mesmerized with what you could do on the drum kit. Hmm. The, one thing, I mean? the one thing I would say is that I learned a very unorthodox way. I kind of taught myself by listening to music. So that's why I can do that thing where, and I haven't done it for a while, so maybe I can't still, but they'd give me a song to like listen to yeah. and then I'd be able to play it within maybe like two or three listens to the song. Yeah. Um, just because I'm just visualizing what the music is and then putting it down to the drum yeah. kit in front of me. I I did that. One day I came in, didn't I? And I was like, Lozzie, this song has a sick drum intro. It's uh, My Chemical Romance, Something Wolves. I can't remember the song. Walls. Yeah. It might just be walls. And the intro is like, and you literally listen to it once. And then you did it. And I was like, what the fuck? That's mental. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That is something that I get. I don't know even know if it's really something you can you can teach it, I suppose. But I just got it from the bat, like from the get go. I was teaching myself how to play. And I did learn majority on an electric drum kit as well that's cool that's cool you'll notice the yeah. difference when you go from having an electric drum kit it feels more responsive than a, a percussion kit um 
just because the pads obviously aren't exactly the same as like drum skins. So mm. you will feel a big difference going from that if you have a transition to a real kit. Um, you will feel mm. a big difference. But I always felt like yeah. I could do more intricate stuff on the electric drum kit as opposed to the full-size percussion one. But That's yeah. interesting. It's great to learn on though, because obviously you haven't got the big downside of having a normal kit is sound. Like it's fucking loud, yeah. which is one yeah. of the reasons why I got an electric one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And you can have, obviously, you can do this to a certain extent with the acoustic kit. But on the electric ones, you literally press a button and everything sounds different. Like all the mm-hmm. the the kit, the range of sounds you can have on electric yeah. kit is just ridiculous. Yeah, definitely. I, that's one thing I haven't fucked around with. I just used literally kit one, and it just sounded like a normal drum kit. What what can you actually ch- like? You know what? How am I supposed to? What am I trying to say? Like you know how how does it how does a drum kit sound different? It really oh. comes. You can have like there's probably I'd imagine on that kit you've got you've probably got like four or five different live sounding percussion kits like let's just say for a lack of a better word, like a rock kit. It's got like your, your crash, your ride, yeah, maybe a splash, hi-hats, toms, whatever. Yeah, I've got, um, yeah, I've got three toms, snare, hi-hat, uh, crash, ride. I think that's it. Yeah. Right. yeah. Crash, ride, hi-hat, three toms, and a snare. Yeah, so... And then I'll... You know, all the other all the other kits will probably be variations of like different styles of drum sounds. So you'd have like yeah. a more dancey kit where the Ah here we go. Sorry, I was just in the theater. Drum kit list. Let me yeah. have a look. Page twenty nine. Oh right, yeah, so sorry. I was watching a video of this girl um who had never picked up a kit before or never played drums. She had played yeah. piano though, so I feel right. like she's at an advantage. And in 30 days, she documented it. And from 30 days, she played fucking... Um, it's not exactly a, a, a song I'd maybe be interested in playing. But, you know, um, Uptown Funk by um, Bruno, Bruno Mars. Mars. Yeah. So it's sort of like jazzy kind of, you know, yeah. funky. And, um, yeah, she she did that in 30 days. I was like, holy shit. Um, right. So well, that's interesting. I was playing on Pop 1 drum kit right so you got pop one pop two pop three rock one rock two rock three funk one two three latin one and two jazz one and two brush orchestra dance one and two east one and two percussion okay. so 20 different drum kits yeah. i had no idea that i saw a drum kit i don't want to sound offensive but i thought a drum kit's a drum kit now you change change a lot of the sounds on um, drum kits like if you listen to like R&B compared to like indie or rock you'll notice that the the drum sounds are a lot different even from mm. like the hi-hats um, and the snare obviously the rest of the kit ro- really follows that but yeah the bass the snare and the hi-hats are the ones that change probably the most that you notice so okay if you like for example if you listen to let's just say Slipknot, you'll notice that the yeah. drum sounds are much more punchy, much more mm-hmm. front and centre in your in your ears, as opposed to maybe hip-hop or R&B, where it's meant to complement the rhythm of the 
singer or the rhythm of the rapper, whatever it may be. But yeah, it, it changes from genre to genre and it's not always the same. Like you will have R and B artists who use live kit sounds rather than just like electronic sounds. But it's a kind of general rule that rock has the more heavier sounding drums, more beefy sort of stuff. But it's good that you can learn do you say there's a brush there's a brush kit there's a there. brush yeah now brush kits i've never really fucked with them but it's it's how you, it's what you use to play the drum kit um so you can get brushes instead of having sticks oh, yeah, they're brushes this. yeah they're used really in like kind of jazz majority that sort of sort of uh, range of music they just make the sound very light and it's very light movements. You're not lifting your hand up here. You'll be having it down. And it's a very soft sort of, I'd say, sound out of the kit. But it's great to get a range of kits on there. So you can just fucking go ham and just yeah. change it up every now and again. Once you get further down the line, that would be cool. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to try out the rock kit, I think. But yeah, I'm just gonna be doing the drumio thing for now. Just get because I'm like obviously, yeah. I I think I'm best just to do drills, aren't I? To begin with. Yeah, I'd say personally, like the way that you're doing it is far better than the way that I did it, um, because I pick up. I've developed my own bad habits through all the musical instruments that I've learned. I've, I mean, I've, I've learned guitar by myself. I learned bass after I kind of got used to guitar. Mm. And I do things that people, if I, I know, if I went to someone who was teaching a musical instrument, they'll say, don't do that. That's that's something that yeah. will start to make you develop bad technique. And I definitely did that on the drums. Like, yeah. I'm a, I would have my hi-hats, for example, would be way, way too low. Like they should be much higher up. I'd have them way too low, because because I didn't yeah. like having to have my arm up here. I preferred to have it down there. Right. But it does come down to personal preference. Some people say it's better to learn the way that you're doing it. Some people, if you speak to them, say no, nah, just go for it yourself. But I personally think you'll pick up less bad habits than doing it the way that you're doing it. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, we shall see. We shall see. But um. Yeah, I'm very, very motivated to uh, pick it up as a new hobby. I think it's, you know, I think it's a very, it'll be a very rewarding thing, you know, because it's one of those hobbies that, like, you can basically, you can essentially track your progress by how much better you are at it. Yeah, yeah. It's, you it's, know? Once you get your first, once you like start getting into the swing of things and you learn your first song that you can play pretty much all the way through. Let's not say absolutely perfectly, but you can keep rhythm with it. You're keeping in time. You know what part of the song you're moving to next and what, you know, is coming after that. I think that when you do that, that's when you like start to realize how far you're progressing. Um, yeah. And, oh, you know, you've got hundreds of different variations of, um, no sounds and that that you've got on the kit mm-hmm. considering you've got 20 kits and they've all got different drum sounds on yeah. there so you can go yeah. if you want to you can just fucking start doing different genres of music fuck it yeah uh, ashton says have you ever seen whiplash jordan it's a great film about drumming i have seen it i don't know if you've seen it jordan 
I haven't. No, I haven't. It's very, I do want to watch it. It's got a thingy good. in it. What's his name? Something Simmons. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Very good film. Yeah. No, this one I really want to see. So I'm just looking through this, uh, this instruction manual. But yeah, no, it's definitely... I might, I might actually watch it tonight, actually. I was, that might be something I do. It's cool. It probably wouldn't yeah. make you want to go into a um, a sort of band per se because it's... Yeah. It's not a very good reflection on the person who leads the band, but it's, it's such a good film. Yeah. Oh, mate. I sound fucking spoiled. Um... Maya got me for Christmas tickets, well, for me and her, in April, uh, Birmingham. I'm seeing Hans Zimmer. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. That would be sick. I cannot fucking wait. Because you look at the list of music that he is responsible for. Oh, my God. We did. We literally did that on Boxing Day because Maya said to her parents, oh, me and Jordan are going to Hans Zimmer. Um, I'll, I'll we'll do it right now, because um, uh, even I was shocked. Like, yeah. you go from fucking... like Pirates of the Caribbean to Inception to Dune. It's yeah, like ridiculous. So, right, so you've got this is nuts. So this is just I've typed in Hans Zimmer movies. This is just what's on his movie list, right? Interstellar, Gladiator, Inception, Dune, The Dark Knight, The Creator, Kung Fu Panda. Lion King, The Holiday, The Last Samurai, Spirit, Da Vinci Code, Pirates of the Caribbean, Pearl Harbor, Prince of Egypt, Top Gun Maverick, Blade Runner, Dunkirk, Man of Steel, James Bond, No Time to Die, Madagascar, Amazing Spider-Man, Sherlock Holmes, he's like Black Hawk Down, yeah, Gladiator 2, coming out in 2024, like... He is just like the guy. Yeah, one hundred percent. He's probably when when I see his name being responsible for music in films, I'm like, okay, this film has been elevated straight away yeah. without me even knowing what the fuck the film's about. Definitely, definitely. Like Christopher Nolan, any movie he does, hands him is on the fucking you yeah. know, Inception, Interstellar. Oh man. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. That'll be cool. Yeah, because he he's like one of these um, kind of artists who who does kind of everything very very well, but he has like obviously he has a massive band that and orchestra that yeah. go with him, but he won't just like come on and you know let them do their thing and play the odd song with him. He does obviously every single pretty much every single song. But he swaps the instruments up. So one, like, for example, I've watched him where he does um, Pirates of the Caribbean. He comes out and plays that on guitar with the rest of the orchestra and the band and stuff. And he'll switch up to piano for a different song, maybe for something out of Inception. It's really cool because you get a full range of what he can actually do. And his music is, there's a reason why it's, you know, famous because it's, it's great music for films and it's good music overall. But yeah, it's very good. I've not heard anyone say it's a bad experience going to watch him. Um, mm, so yeah, I can't, man. that'll be cool. I can't fucking wait. Yeah, that was it was a very nice surprise. I was like, holy mm. shit. Um, 
But yeah, like I say, that's April. But yeah, man. Now it's um, probably going to do a bit more on... I might do a bit more on the drums this evening, actually. I always get tricked by, like, winter time. Like, it feels so fucking late. It's only 20 past six. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember driving home the other night. Might have been even yesterday or day before. And it was five o'clock and it was pitch black. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was literally, if I had to guess the time, it would be like 10 o'clock, nine o'clock. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird and it definitely plays with your perception. Oh, yeah. And, and that, because like, you know, if you're driving home in the summer and, you know, there's like five hours of daylight left, mm. you know, you're not even fucking thinking about it, but. No. Got a few yeah. people in chat saying, um, I hope you have a, or hope you had a lovely Christmas. Yep. I think we both enjoyed our Christmases did, and I hope you yeah. did too, wherever you had your Christmas yep. or whatever you were doing. Yep. Yeah. Ashton said, uh, Zimmer is a god with movie music. He's up there with John Carpenter and John Williams. I feel like John Williams yep. is probably the best example of, you know, the caliber of person that he's, he's up against. Yeah. But yeah. That's it. So that's the other thing I want to learn. How do you do the, is it, you? I, I literally watched a tutorial on how to do it, but I can't. Oh, what spin the sticks? Yeah, never, never really did that at all. Yeah, see, I like. Have you seen? I've sent. I know I've sent him to you a few times. That Spanish guy, that Esther. Oh, there's either one who smokes like a fucking doobie, right? And he's yeah. like, yeah, I watched and him. He, he does like the single hand stuff, and then he does all this yeah. shit, and he's like flicking it in the air mid shit, and it's just like fucking. Yeah, he's That's he cool. is a freak of nature. Like there, I don't know how he does the stuff he does with one hand, while smoking a doobie with the other. Um, yeah, just doesn't doesn't make any physical sense. But yeah, no. that that's when you reach that level, you know, you're like, you know, you're fucking the tits. You gotta be. Yeah. To be able to do like that. the shit that he does is fucking insane. Yeah. Absolutely insane. There's one he was doing. I saw a video. He's doing a fucking... It was, it was two hands, like, fucking, you know, doing all this shit, yeah? And in the song, as a shotgun goes off, and he's, like, doing all this shit, and then he just lobs the drumstick, gets out a shotgun, and then the shotgun goes off. Obviously, it's, like, you know, fucking uh, muzzle flare, yeah. fucking after effects. But yeah, so he's doing this insane fucking solo, throws his stick, put, goes down to his side, pulls out an actual shotgun, goes... And then just finishes it one-handed and then does his, like, great... Because he always slams the sticks on the yeah. drum when it ends. Yeah. It was so fucking cool. I saw it yesterday. No, he's, he's like, so good. Hell. So good. Yeah. But, yeah, it's fucking really cool. It's like that, pretty much, but, like... Yeah. It doesn't quite look right. No. But I watched the, the this woman did it, and she was like, basically, you do this... But then with this finger, you like do that, so it like wraps it round, but it just doesn't work. I'm sure I'll get it. Yeah, I was I never really uh, kind of took much. I'm not nervous, but I never really tried to learn the sort of stick tricks. Yeah, like twirling them and fucking flipping them up and catching them and doing shit. But yeah, it's that is it definitely looks cool, no matter what. Yeah. Oh dear. But yeah, I, don't know. I reckon, I reckon if you, how often would you say you'd ideally want to put like sort of hour wise towards drumming each like week? 
I don't know. I reckon I, could, I reckon maybe three hours a week. Yeah. Is that enough? Is that enough? It's not enough, is it? I reckon it's a good place to start. More. You you could probably do more, but it's a good place to start. If you can manage three a week and yeah. then try and push it to even if you did like three and a half, four the next. Like Because the thing is, I know I feel like it's a when you're learning anything, I feel like there's a balance that has to be had because it will be frustrating. Mm. So I don't want to go like, well, I'm going to do fucking two hours every day. And then, you know, it's like, fucking hell, this is fucking so hard. And then you get, you know, disheartened. Whereas I feel like if you maybe do as, I don't know, maybe three, four hours a week, you know, building up until you get to it, it'll be slower, obviously, but until you get to a point where actually once you you get to a, you know, a point where it, you're, you're competent enough for it to be enjoyable, that's when I feel like you go for it. Right. You know? Yeah. It's the same with golf. Like, you know, if you go to a fucking driving range and all you're doing is sculling the fuck out of a ball and topping it, <laughs> it's not going to be fucking fun. Yeah. But then once you get your first fucking 200 yard drive and your first chip, you know, then all of a sudden it's a fuck, it's the best thing ever. Mm. You know, like a, go- a game of golf, four hours long. If you're playing shit, it's the longest four hours of your life. If you're playing great, you don't even notice the time go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's how I feel I'm gonna treat um the drums. And maybe maybe that's a, that might not be that might be very, very low actually. I don't know. I you know, I, I I'd like to get I'd like to you know, three, four times a week and then just see how long you know, I'll do my drills and shit and just see how long I'm on them for. Yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's something that I've always wanted to do. I now have my own fucking kit, and so just go know, for it. I'm not, you know, YouTube is a, is a hobby now, so I've got more time outside of fucking you know work. Um, and although I must admit, I got Boulder's Gate three last night, and I am absolutely Ooh. loving it. With that, with that being the exception. Um, you know, gaming isn't doing much for me at the moment. Mm. Um, so, you know, to do, to learn an instrument would be quite nice. Yeah, I think there's something therapeutic about learning an instrument. Yeah. Um, also, there's another thing I, I was going to say, but I forgot. Uh, it, I felt that drums helped me release a lot of stress when I was learning. So yeah, if you ever do get that. stressed, that's a good avenue to use. I would say... You'll probably get people who say you should do a lot more per week if you're starting out, um, like sort of learning. But I feel like if you go in and say, right, I'm going to do eight hours a week, and then you don't hit the eight hours, I feel yeah. like you might feel that it's starting yeah. to become a bit more of a chore than it is like something you want to do. I would keep it something manageable. Um, I think three, four hours a week to start off with is fine. Yeah. And also, if you lowball it, you're more likely to exceed. Like you said, but with what you're saying, mm. you know, you go too high and then you don't make it. You're like, ah, oh, fuck's sake. Whereas if I say three and I do seven, I feel like a god. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That works. So, yeah. You'll be no. you'll be drumming along to Slipknot in no time. That's it. Oh, I fucking hope so. Things like that. And also, like, you know, like fucking... Um, Chop Suey. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fucking cool song to drum to. 
To be to be honest, most of the system songs are cool to drum to. Yeah. Um. To be honest, there's not there's not really a lot of um that sort of music that you like that won't be fun to drum drum to. Obviously, yeah. it'll be more difficult because it's the more you know drum heavy music, uh, more intricate sort of stuff in terms of you know rhythms and different speeds and tempos. But yeah, they're all once you like get stuff down that'll all be really fun to play i w- yeah. i struggle when i learned because when i learned it would probably would have been around the time that my music tastes were changing from like mm-hmm. i used to listen to like 50 cent and you know d12 and all that sort of shit and then my my music taste just switched i don't really know yeah. what happened um i started liking like indie music rock you know, got into Kings of Leon, that sort of stuff, then listened to more, like, metal sort of stuff, new metal with Linkin Park and all that sort of stuff. Oh, I don't know how it happened, I don't know why, but it just did. But then I had to learn the drums, and I was picking simple songs to um, to play to. And I remember I was trying to learn a Lady Gaga song at the time, and I was like, I fucking don't like this song at all. But yeah. it, it's relatively simple i can keep time with it and i feel like that if i just persevere i'll be able to play the more complicated songs that i want to play later on down the line and obviously down the line i could play the more complicated songs like um you know i'd move from like lady gaga into maybe a bit of foals or something like that and get the difference between going from lady gaga to foals is you realize very quickly that when you have a band that's got like a dedicated drummer and the drummer is someone who wants to be kind of not shown off in the music, but wants to kind of do something a bit different in one song compared to the next, you'll hear a lot of pop music. that has got the same rhythm, same tempo, same drum pattern. Whereas like a, a dedicated band with a dedicated drummer will want to mix up sort of stuff as they go. Yeah. And Foles yeah. is a great example. Some of the songs, like, I still can't play now that the Foles do. Yeah, off the top um, of my head, I'm thinking, like, Cassius, that would be quite a fucking... Yeah. Quite a... I'm pretty sure that's pretty rapid, isn't it? Cassius? It can't, yeah, there's a couple of parts in that that are pretty um, rapid. Um, yeah. But, again, once you get down to, you know, once you get down the simple stuff, I think it's pretty good direction to go. Yeah. Just cover nice. a few genres. You'll love it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. So what 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 when do you kind of get to the point where you can just kind of take a song that doesn't have drums and then just fucking do your own shit over it? Or is that really advanced? Uh you know like I'm thinking like, you know, you take like a fucking rock, a rap song and rock it up. I mean, well, that would, I've never really tried to do it with a rap song, to be honest. But I'd say you probably need to have at least a few months' experience like playing songs consistently. Yeah. It depends what you want to do. It depends what level you want to take it to. If you're expecting to make, like, I don't know, turn something like Eminem into, you know, Limp Biscuit. That might be a bit more difficult if you haven't got everything down. But, you know, I changed, um, I can't remember what Boxcar Racer song it was, 
might be there is I had to change the um, drum pattern because I couldn't play what Travis was playing at the time. Um, he was doing like a drum roll. And I, I at that point in time, I couldn't do one. So I had to change it up. And um, it was kind of semi-worked, kind of didn't. It, it would kept the same tempo. It moved the song along. Mm. You could tell it wasn't the same. But you just got to give it a go. See what you... Suit you come up with. It's a good tool as well if you're going to do that to kind of get your inspiration going and coming up with your own sort of, you know, drum beats and drum patterns, which is cool. Yeah. Because I, I used to do, like, if they weren't a fill I could do, I'd make my own fill up that was probably more simple and easier to pull off. Even when we were doing the covers when you were in the band, there was certain... Um, songs that I couldn't do fills that were in the song, so I just made a fill up and mm-hmm. went with it. But I feel like drumming is kind of really the only pure place you can do that because you can't you can't really do that on guitar to the same extent because if you just play different notes, the song sounds different. But if you play, yeah, that's very, very true. If you play a different fill, it doesn't change the song as much as it does if you change it on guitar or bass or piano, wherever it is that the song's written for. But yeah, it's it's definitely a cool place to get your juices flowing and sort of, I don't know, come up with your own sort of stuff. Yeah. And change songs if you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I, think I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll stick to it as well because it's it's something that you've yeah. want to or want to have gotten into quite a long time ago. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like you know, when 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 we went like last year, or whenever it was, I absolutely loved it. My only concern was like, fucking hell, it's just like, was it tw- eight quid or twelve quid a pop? I think it was like twelve. Yeah, for an hour or whatever. To learn, like that's a lot to learn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, so let's say I did fucking five hours a week. That's forty quid a fucking week. Yeah, yeah. You know, whereas now I've got this here, so it's perfect. Yeah, that's the best. Look, what you've got there is the best scenario to have something at home. Yeah, because you can just go on it when you want to go on it. You haven't got to yeah. worry about if the space is free. You haven't got to worry about someone coming in. You know, necessarily teach you um, mm. for them to be free. So yeah, I think that's yeah. a good scenario to have. You got a yeah, electric kit. Go on it whenever you want. Yeah, learn it in sort of, sort of. I say bite-sized chunks, but I wouldn't ever say just fucking have five hours spent on the kit because you'll just be knackered and yeah, you'll just want to fucking jack it in for like several days. Yeah, definitely. And then yeah. obviously you you know drums. There's a guy that I work with, Tyler. He's in a band. He's a, he's a drummer, mm. um, which is really cool. So yeah, no, it's awesome. Can't That's wait. Good. I kind of actually, I kind of want to go on and do some drills. I won't lie. Um, might do that after this, but um, but yeah. But well, that Christmas, Christmas was really good this year. I felt, and also it was nice in a weird way that it was so mild. Mm. I know it's not very Christmassy, but it's nice. Like you know, it's like fourteen degrees, so you're not like fucking freezing your ass off. I don't mind snow, but you know, if it's just fucking, if it's just like one degrees and raining yeah it's just shite isn't it? yeah the fact this this christmas i think i think it was something like the 19th or 20th i might have been i don't know basically they recorded like 15.3 degrees at heathrow Jeez. and it's like the hottest 
on record for fucking December. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Which it's, is hilarious. Yeah. I think I kind of... It's weird at Christmas because you almost expect it to be like fucking deathly cold. Yeah. And bo- Boxing Day, especially because I went for a walk on Boxing Day morning. And I was I went out in a coat, hoodie, t-shirt underneath, fucking had gloves with me. I was like, I don't really even need the coat, to be honest. It's no. quite warm. So, yeah, it's, it fucks with your head. Because with me, I don't know if it's just in my memory of Christmas when I was younger, you'd always be fucking frozen solid yeah. at Christmas time. Yeah. But yeah. It just seems like now it's maybe moves a little bit and now January going into February is the more colder time of the year. But maybe Yeah, I, I find January, February is always a bit shit. Yeah. But yeah, we I hope wherever you were guys watching and listening wherever you're listening yeah. from hope you had a good christmas and i hope you have a good new year we won't be back until what's this this 28th today the fourth oh, yeah. the fourth so yeah i hope you have a yeah, good new year's new year. whatever you're doing i think you're having a bit of a chilled one this year aren't you i am yeah i'm having a chilled one yeah it's gonna be nice i think there's a couple of people are staying in so we're just gonna have a little discord party nice nice, nice. Which I have no objections to whatsoever. It might sound boring, but I don't give a shit. No, there gets a point point where you just want to have, even if it's just for like one or maybe two years in a row, just just chill it down for a bit Yeah, and have have another one, you know, a a messier one later down the line maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll go go around my sister's this year uh, for New Year's. Just have a little... Well, I say we, there'll be drinks, but I won't go mental because I don't really yeah. like drinking t- to that extent, especially because yeah. it could just completely fucks my stomach up. It's just my stomach hates drink of any kind, um, in any quantity really. But yeah, it'd be nice to have a little Christmas. Uh, sorry, have a little New Year's around us, and um, yeah, yeah I, definitely. I hope you, wherever you are, have a good New Year's also, and uh, stay safe please everyone stay safe stay sensible yeah for sure and we will see you in the new year yes episode 151 yeah as this has been our 150 episodes of the glorious podcast that we call atma and we'll see you in the next one up the atma bye-bye for now see See you everyone bye